0: A few years ago, you probably would have found me at the bar all night long ripping shots with my friends, and then I would go home and probably cry until 3am. Today, I practice yoga and I meditate every morning, and this change has really saved my life. Every word I share on this show comes from those days and those nights where I couldn't see five minutes in front of me. Everything was about how much I could do, how much I could accumulate, how good I could look. The Bright Side of the Moon is a show made to help you accept the dark with the light, the intense with the relatively easy, all while still feeling connected to your soul and living from this place. You no longer need to fear the dark, because without it, you'll never be able to fully experience the light that lies within. I'm living proof of this. This show is a place for me to share about the things I've learned and the coping skills that have saved my life. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll definitely swear. But most of all, we'll connect with the light within. I'm Paige Pitchlar, and this is The Bright Side of the Moon. Hey, everybody. Oh, man, it's been a minute. I am super excited and a little bit interested as to what's going to come out today of my mouth. (laughs) And so over the last few weeks, there's just been some really intense transformation, Intense letting go that I've had to do. And it's been really trying. So I'm really, really appreciative to have this outlet. And sometimes I just need time to make sense of what's going on in my own life. And so the last few days, I've just been feeling really overwhelmed with the division that we've been experiencing. And this is something that has bothered me for a long time. This isn't a new thing that I have really kind of wrestled with in my mind. And I just wanted to say a few things and to help guide in any way that I can anyone who's hurting or confused. And in my opinion, blame, shame, guilt, All of those things that we hurl at other people who feel different than us, who think different than us, who look different than us, any of those things takes away from the light within all of us. And this isn't a way to come after others. This is a call to turn back to ourselves. What can we do? And this isn't a way to hate yourself or be like, this is my fault. None of that. What can I do? to project love and unity outwards. In one of Wayne Dyer's books, he talks about how one enlightened person, one enlightened person, vibrating at a high frequency above all the human squabbling and and yelling and blaming, one person operating from peace, for themselves and for others negates the lower vibration of 75,000 people. Just one person, just one person who refuses to see bad things in another, who refuses to hate, who refuses to think poorly of another man or another woman because we are all one. And this transcends politics, this transcends race, this transcends socioeconomic status, this transcends everything. And to me, it feels like we're trying to shame people into thinking and doing things differently. And by applying force to the opposite direction, the opposite ideas, the opposite viewpoints, by coming at it from a place of anger and hatred and trying to malign them. And it's not gonna fucking work. It's not gonna work. And I just, I, you will never get peace out of screaming at people. You will never get happiness or more people finding harmony by focusing on division. And I understand anger. I understand frustration. I've had to deal with this a lot, you know, as a woman and having experienced sexual trauma and sexual assault. And to me, you know, this took a long time to heal. And I never wanted to condemn all men, I never wanted to condemn society. And once I healed what had happened to me, which took a long time, a lot of tears, a lot of anger, and I understand that. And I think that, you know, that's part of the process to get through it. But I understand now that me coming from a place of anger and judgment of others, of people who had nothing to do with the situation and the people who had to do with the situation, I don't want to judge them. I don't want to hate them. I don't want to do any of those things. And in doing that, I feel that I am part of the change. In doing that and showing love and compassion in the face of those experiences, I feel that I can bring better energy, more enlightened, more loving energy to this planet. And you may deal with it differently and that's okay. That's okay. But I see a bigger trend of wanting to hate our way out of things instead of talk instead of hear the other person out, instead of seeing ourselves in each other. And this may sound really pie in the sky and all that stuff, but it's the fucking truth. I just, I can't watch the demonization of other human beings. And honestly, anytime that something bad happens or someone does something that we find abhorrent, which happens, we have to understand that people can only act from their level of consciousness. They can only act from their level of experience. And we have to have compassion for those people because even the most arrogant or <laughs> the people who, uh, you know, piss us off the most, those are the people that need love the most. And I'm not saying like it's super easy because it's not. But we have got to understand that. When someone does something shitty to you or to others, that shittiness, that horrible self-loathing and lack of compassion is tenfold within them. You cannot give what you don't have inside. So when you have anger and frustration about who you are, that's gonna spill out into the world. And so when we as a society come after those people and say that they're this and label them and call them horrible and blah, 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 We only add to that. It's not making things better. It's making things worse. It's making things worse. And I'm not saying you can't be angry. You can't be upset because you can. But hurling these awful insults and and all these things is not going to make things better. And Wayne Dyer talks about this. How, uh, you know, what was that? Probably 20 years ago now. The shooting at an Amish school. And the victim's parents, their family members, prayed for the shooter with his family, with the shooter's family. And they were like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And they were like, the only way to fix this is through love. And while that may seem so far outside of the norm and what we're able to do at this point or what we're open to doing, we have to be able to think about it. We have to be able to approach it from this angle of we cannot fight fire with fire. Martin Luther King was of that sentiment too. Peace will get more things done than hatred or opposing anger ever will. And when you can have compassion, For your perceived enemies, which no one really is your enemy. We are all one. It's also the fact that we have to have compassion for them because we all have all of these human traits within us we have anger, we have rage, we have jealousy, we have all of those things in some part of our consciousness. And when we have compassion for that, that's how we can heal. That's how we can heal. Instead of calling people names and saying that they're the problem, I can't listen to it anymore. And if you don't know this about me, I worked on Capitol Hill for a few months, and I worked in D.C. And when I was really far off base with what I was going to do with my life. <laughs> I'm a spiritual teacher. I'm a yoga and meditation instructor, and I just was very far off base. And, and what I experienced and what I saw you know, getting swept up in this side versus this side, and they're the problem, and this color is bad, and this is good, and the way that we're going to fix it is by condemning these people. And needless to say, about nine, 10 months in, I got the sickest I had ever been. I got mono, and my body was overflowing with toxins. And I worked out every day, I ate really well, but the toxics, the toxicity of that thinking took over my entire experience. And uh, something that stands out to me in my mind is the fact that I was present. I was on the house, in-house the gallery rather, not on the floor, um, but I was in the house when Steve Scalise came back to Congress. And if you don't know, Steve Scalise was a congressman who was shot um, during a congressional baseball game and the politics of that I won't go into. But... And so that day he had come back because he almost died. He was on crutches. He made a miraculous recovery. But that day when he came back to the House, every single person on the floor, Democrats, Republicans, people in the middle, all that shit, every single person, every single member of Congress or member of the House was there. And there wasn't a dry eye in the room. There wasn't a dry eye in the room. I'm telling you I was there. Every like everybody was so happy that he was okay. And of course it wasn't super reported on. Nobody celebrated this one instance of unity. And you know, time went on after I healed and I was like there's a reason I was there that day. There's a reason that, you know, of those 2 months I witnessed one of the most incredible events Congress has seen in a long time a rare, rare, rare instance of unity. And that's what I want to bring to the world. That's what I want to extend. And again, I understand being upset. I understand being frustrated. But when you can have compassion for yourself, you can have compassion for the other side. And you can understand how to connect on a different level. And the reason all of this is coming up again, because it comes up for me a lot. You know, I want to help unify. I'm done with this blaming. I'm done with this hatred of people who think differently. I'm done with this blaming. And this, I can't handle it anymore because we're never going to help. We're never going to make things different that way. And I've been doing meditations with the green Tara. And this is a goddess of Buddhist ancestry, and it's something super different for me. And, you know, there's chanting, there's visualization, all this stuff. But something that comes with Buddhist meditation and Buddhist work like this is every single time you get onto your mat, every single time you meditate with Tara, before you go, you dedicate every benefit for your consciousness, your awareness, your sense of peace. You dedicate that to The uplifting and higher consciousness of every living being on the planet and across the universe. So whatever benefit, whatever goodness you create by coming into peace, by coming into contact with higher consciousness and and elevating yourself to that state, you dedicate it to the world. You dedicate it to the world. And one of the coolest lines in the prayer at the beginning and the end is without exception. I dedicate the benefit of awakening to every living being without exception. So that doesn't exclude people who think or look or do things differently or people that bother you. That doesn't exclude them. And I found that, you know, getting so angry over these last few weeks and paying attention to the division and all this shit, I found that this is a much po- more powerful way to deal with it by choosing love rather than anger and fear. And the more love and compassion we send towards situation, towards things that, you know, we find troubling, the easier and the better it will get. Because remember, one person of this consciousness can negate 75 thousand people and if you elevate that conscious even more then that number goes up so instead of giving into the low vibration blame shame anger guilt whatever we can come into this higher consciousness place by meditating with this elevated energy that is within us that's why meditation is so important right now you know Guru Jagat said during times of panic meditation is a civil or a civic duty <laughs> And it's true. It's true. By throwing more chaotic, angry, hateful energy at a situation that we find abhorrent or they find abhorrent, any of these things. By throwing that at it, it's going to make it worse. And we're not uplifting. We're not changing. Just adding to it. So get your anger out. Do your fists of anger, which is a kundalini meditation can find it on Google. It's very helpful to move through this kinds of things and uplift and then clear it. So once you do your fists of anger, dedicating every single ounce of your higher consciousness practice, if you meditate, if you do yoga, if you take a few deep breaths, dedicate whatever benefit from those practices that you receive, dedicate that to the higher, the higher consciousness and the healing of the planet. I'm begging you. I'm begging you as a fellow human, a fellow soul. Every single thing that we do is connected. Every single thing. So the more that we approach hatred with hatred, anger with anger, the more that that's gonna grow and the more that we are gonna manifest in our lives. So taking your time to come back to center, taking your time to shift your energy, taking your time to send love and to choose love, and to hear the other person out, hear the other side, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Hear them. And yeah, sometimes at the beginning in particular, that's going to be difficult. Hear them. Show them compassion. That's how we're going to change the world. We're not going to change it through this low-level human egoic bickering. We're not going to change it that way. We're going to change it By showing up from a more conscious place and putting our energy towards love and towards a better reality, because that's what this whole experience has been about. That's what 2020 has been about. I've talked about this before, but we are ushering in a new era of harmony. We really are. I know it might not seem like it, (laughs) but we are. And in order to create that reality, old things, old experiences, old systems have to crumble. So rather than meeting this change with fear, like I said, we can meet it with a vision of the future, a vision of a better reality for all of us, all of us, a world where we are all uplifted. There is abundance for all of us. We are all moving up together. We aren't divided anymore. We are united and we are helping each other because we know how to help ourselves and take care of our own energy so that we can radiate that outward. I am so, so grateful for you. I am so grateful for your energy and showing up and showing this compassion towards yourself and others. And I'm grateful for you for listening because sometimes I know it's hard to listen to people who call for this type of thinking. And especially right now when there's so few voices doing it. And again, I understand it's difficult. I understand it's hard to, you know, wake up one day and, and be okay with everything. And not saying you have to roll over or anything like that, but sending it love. You have no idea how powerful this is. It's a hell of a lot more powerful than sending it more low level energy. The more of us that are holding a vision of the future that is loving, prosperous, peaceful, and united, the better and the faster that is going to happen. It's up to us. This new era of harmony can only be achieved if we are willing to come from that lens. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing your energy, sharing your space. And if you need any meditation help or things like that, um, you can find me on Insight Timer. And also, big news, so I launched something recently called The Safest Space, which is a mental health community for college students and postgrads. And if you're not a college student or a postgrad, you can also join. It has nervous system tools to help moisturize the nerve endings and move through trauma and align with this peace and this unity that we're talking about. We have to up-level the system. We have to change and move together. And so that this, that's what this community is about. And we also have connection and reflection tools. So journal prompts, playlists, yoga poses for anxiety. And we also have workshops. And these are workshops, you know, how to handle alcohol, um, why your nervous system is important, stretches to do when you've been sitting, all of these things that are so useful and so helpful in creating a better experience for yourself and thus, you know, the world. So it's called The Safest Space. And that website is the-safestspace.com. And it's on Instagram at the period safest space.com. And I would love if you shared this with people. I would love if you checked it out. And right now there's a promo for $10 off if you use the code Member in all caps. And I w- again, would love you to share this, follow us on Instagram and help spread these tools so that earlier in our lives, we can create a consciousness, a thinking, a mind that runs on love and runs on peace and helping us come back to our inherent peaceful nature and moving from that place for the good of us all. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate you. I appreciate your energy. As always, please rate, review, subscribe, and check out the show notes for links to The Safest Space, as well as a few other of the resources that I mentioned. Again, thank you so, so much. I will see you next time. I hope you have the best rest of your day, week, whatever it is. Sending love.